yeah. Welcome yeah. to Nerd Sports. Today we're going to talk about the movie Apostolo- uh, Apocalypse. Have you ever seen that? No, but you kind of fucked up on that delivery. I know I did. I don't care. <laughs> but in all reality, I'm, uh, in the next couple of episodes up until uh, November 6th, when we're, uh, well, what I'm going to do is we're going to be, well, I'm going to be, Angry Mirror Productions is going to be at, God, I can't believe I didn't. Okay, we're going to be at the an, annual Vet Fest in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth uh Come uh, Sun uh, Saturday, November sixth. It the gates open at eleven a.m. to five p.m. Uh, we're gonna have a couple of guests there. Uh, uh, flyover color guard. Uh, they don't have a band listed yet, but they're gonna have David Hustle. Is it is it Hustle or Hustle? Yeah, I'm just gonna go with that. Okay. Yeah, I saw the I saw the I saw I saw the 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 link or not the link, but I saw what you sent to me today. Yeah, and uh Michael Christlink. God, I, I'm horrible with names. But anyways, they're gonna they're gonna be out there and uh on Sunday they're gonna do a dinner and uh uh Chris Prater's gonna be there for the Chad Prater. Chad Prater. God like I said, I'm freaking horrible at names. So, anyways, going off of that, hope you see people out there that the three people that watch. But uh, hope we get some people that actually go to it. Now, the biggest thing from today that we had was uh, Washington uh, State University fired their head coach for football. Because he did his, decided to take the uh, uh, vaccine. Now, yeah. on us, if you want to do the vaccine, you can do the vaccine. If you don't want to do the vaccine, don't do the vaccine. It doesn't freaking matter. But it's getting to the point where people are I'm missing my to, lucky hat. Keep going. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's getting to the point nowadays to where they're forcing uh, an agenda and that's that's the bad thing about having a free country that people are trying to force stuff on you. That's my thing. Now, it's getting to the point where people are getting ostracized because they're not in the public opinion. Now, this is just not because of the vaccine or anything like that. It's just in general. Uh, just recently, last I think it was last week, Dave Chappelle did his... Uh, uh, last uh, special for Netflix, and people cancel culture is up and uh, roar about it and everything like that. And people are saying, "Oh, he's too popular uh, to cancel him." And I'm like, "Dude, if you didn't fully watch that episode, I cried at the end. I literally cried because of the last part of the episode." uh of that uh, right. special it, it literally i it threw me from a loop you know i was laughing throughout the whole thing it was freaking hilarious and then he got to last part and i was like hey dude stop making me have feelings 
And I guess a lot of people didn't watch that last part. Right. Yeah. It caught me like right here. Yeah. But the thing <laughs> with Dave Chappelle is we know going into it, this dude does not care. He is not your stereotypical, uh, you know, comedian. I mean, he doesn't do it for shock value. He does it because he's keeping it, you know, I mean, he's keeping it a hundred percent, totally authentic, real, raw, unfiltered. And he doesn't, you know, it, he, he's not getting off on the fact that people are losing their fucking minds over it. But, you know, at the same time, they're like, you know, I mean, he, he's like, you know what? People are paying attention. So, I mean, he's getting free advertising out of it. Netflix has already said, hey, look, we're, we're sticking with him. And, yeah. you know, so he doesn't care. As there, long as the check's clear. people saying, it's like, oh, we're quitting. I was like, do it. Fine, then quit. Go find another job. You know, there's, 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 you know, for every one person that's saying that they're going to quit, there's 10 more that have got applications in to applications to go work for Netflix. I mean, you can go to McDonald's and work for $21 an hour. Yeah. Depending on where you live. Yeah. Yeah. But no, uh, there is, a, there is a meme that I don't know if it's real or not, but they're saying that you work for McDonald's for like $21 an hour. But, but anyways, yeah. Back so to sports news. Yeah. Another another thing is your prediction was kind of it was half right. They won. It was half the, right, man. I, I yeah, mean, I picked you, the Cowboys to win. They did they win. Didn't make the spread, but I'll tell you what. The, the Cowboys, their record when they scored 35 points or more this year is outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Yeah. I mean, and they've won 5 games straight, but before we dive into football, Baseball, um, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there is a lot to unpack here. Are they playing tonight, man? That's the They're playing here. right now. That's why I'm staring off into the in, in, into space. Yeah, I because, see that. Um. So all of our shows that we ha- you have to like keep an update on like the whole thing. Okay, so you know. Boston was heavily, heavily. I mean, well, let me re back up. Houston was heavily favored to win this series. Yeah. And, you know, so <laughs> the fact that, yeah, They're they dropped the game third one. Right now. Yeah. And that was a bullshit ass. Don't get yourself tossed, Alex. Don't do it. Don't don't get yourself tossed. You can't argue balls and strikes. We're gonna keep this going. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's the bottom of the third. The umpire misses a fucking call. Should have been ball four. It's six inches outside. J.D. Martinez is up to bat. He started, He starts putting the bat down to walk to first. Umpire calls strike three. And so Alex Cora comes unglued. He comes out of the dugout. You can't argue balls and strikes. He's lucky he didn't get run. We don't need him getting run tonight. 
because for as much ridicule as Alex Cora has come under this season for the way he's managed the bullpen, managed the lineups, he is hitting in all cylinders throughout the course of the playoffs so far. The umpire, now he's got it. You know, now he's got a bad attitude. You know, he, he's got this attitude going. But right now, it's the bottom of the third. We got a runner on second. And it Boston's leading two to one. Yeah. Um, but going back to what I was saying, Houston was favorably, heavily favored to win this series. I mean, hands down. They were, I mean, people were actually looking for them to sweep the Red Sox. Um and it's just because Houston's kind of had their way with them throughout the course of the regular season. I think Houston's, I think, I think Boston maybe take, took like a couple of games out of the whole season series, but you know, uh, we weren't even favored to win against the Rays. you know? So we punched our ticket to the ALCS, you know, the American league championship series. And now we're leading that series two games to one against Houston. And the pitching staff came to fucking play, bro. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I'm excited, you know, it, and, you know, and it's, it's, it's great to see this team that had absolutely no business being in the playoffs, let alone the championship series for the league, for the American league and holding their own against the heavily favored Astros. I mean, the Astros were going to be favored going into the ALCS with you know against the Rays but you know here we are we're leading and we're leading the series so um I heard a, a stat the other night that the team the American the team in the American League's uh the ALCS the team that wins game two out of the last 35 ALCSs the game who's won, or the team that has won game two goes on to advance to the World Series 30 out of 35 times. And so, um, you know, so do I, do I look at that and say, oh, well, that's favorable? Yeah, I'm going to look at that and say it's favorable. But, you know, there's still those five teams to include the 2004 Yankees because <laughs> they were up three, nothing on the Red Sox and the Red Sox greatest comeback in, in sports history came back and won the next four. Nobody's ever done that until then. And nobody's done it since, but um, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it can happen, you know? So it's, it's that, that, that meme. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. I'm saying there's a chance, Yeah, but um, you know, so, I'm 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 hopeful. I'm optimistic, but the pitching staff has to come in. I mean, they have to they have to locate. They have to come in. They cannot have a bad night. They yeah. just can't do it. And would I feel more comfortable against Houston if we had more runs on the board at this point by this point of the game? Yeah, absolutely. Uh the Red Sox are the first team in major league history to hit three grand slams in a single postseason series, and they've done it against the Astros. Um the Red Sox had like 21 home runs in the postseason this year. Mm. And I think the only person that's in the starting lineup that has not hit a home run this postseason yet is Hunter Renfro. And once he figures it out and everybody starts, you know, starts batting the ball around, hey, you know what? I don't care who we play in the World Series. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, but um, right now, 
the Dodgers, the Dodgers won their game tonight. They won game three of the NLCS five, five to six against Atlanta. So Atlanta still leads that series two games to one. Um, so they're in LA, so they're going to play games three, four, and five in LA. Um, The Braves can close it out in LA or they can still drop one. And then, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll have to come back and to Atlanta. I don't think the Dodgers want to go back to Atlanta. I really don't. They're going to have to, because I mean, being down, down two games to one, you're only having three games at home and it's a best of best seven series. You have to win four games to clinch that. Yeah. So they're going to have to go back to Atlanta if they have any hope of winning and advancing to the world series. Um, so if I understand it right, the, if, if what we're looking at potential is, uh, you know, let's just say that, it, that, that Boston wraps it up and they advance to the World Series. They are either going to host it if, if they face the Braves because Boston's got a better, better, uh, better record. Or um, if the Dodgers win and advance to the World Series, then the Dodgers are going to host the World Series. But so either way, I mean, we're looking at it's going to be a great series. Um, Should Houston pull off the improbable and actually come back to win the ALCS, you know, and to win the American League pennant, then. Yeah, I'll be pulling for the National League team. I'm just going to say that I'm going to go out there. I mean, would it be nice to say, hey, we got beat by the eventual, you know, by the eventual world champs? Yeah, but it's the Astros, and I view the Astros almost the same. I mean, I don't want to say I put them in the same ilk as the Yankees because, you know, fuck the Yankees. Um, And there is some Yankee news out there. I'll get to that in just a second. But, um, I mean, we got Nick Pavetta on the the mound right now. Um, Right now, he's got – he's at 41 pitches. And he keeps, I mean, he's keeping the the Houston hitters kind of at bay a little bit. And let me see here. And he just walked a hitter. So, um, I don't know. Uh, Chris Sale, who has been just kind of like the stud of the pitching staff the last couple of years, he, he came back from Tommy John surgery this season, put in a great month and a half to two months there towards the end of the season. Don't forget to explain the Tommy John surgery. Okay, Tommy John surgery is when you rupture your ulnar tendon in your elbow. They reconstruct it by harvesting a tendon from in your from your leg. And they transplant it to your elbow. So Tommy John surgery takes about a year, year and a half, depending on your uh on your recovery. Recovery time. Recovery time. Yeah, recovery time is about you know, a year to a year and a half, depending on, on your rehab. So, um, he came back relatively about an app as, as far as like average is concerned, he came back within an average time frame. Um, he's shown a little bit of fatigue. His stuff's not quite as sharp. His fastball is still up there. So he's still got his velocity, but his command is just kind of not right there. I mean, he, we're not seeing the Chris sale of old. So, um, I don't know if it's just the workload coming back from Tommy John or what. I'm not entirely sure. So, um, 
there were he's he's available from the bullpen for tonight and tomorrow but Alex Cora the Red Sox manager did come out today and he said hey look you know he's available but we're going to try to stay away from him as much as possible um if it does get to a game 5 um actually it would get to a game 5 so i mean if when we get to a game 5 we may see him as the potential starter just to kind of maximize his rest um May end up looking at, yeah, thank you very much. Catch that ball. Okay, so um, top of the fourth, man on first, because, uh, you know, Nick Pavetta just walked that hitter. Uh, uh, Carlos Correa hit a screaming line drive at Ellis Verdugo over in left field. He caught it, so that's one down. And then uh, I forget who was just up. Uh, Justin Tucker, I think, uh, popped up to shallow right or shallow left field and then Rafael Devers, our third baseman over there and caught it anyway. Um, it's kind of fun. It's fun to watch this, this squad, but um, it, I, if, if, if I were to put money on it, I, I would probably say we might see Nathan Avaldi start tomorrow night on short rest. Um it had been like maybe three, four days rest, but um, yeah. So I mean, it's we're I mean, it's it's all hands on deck to get to the World Series at this point. So um, I mean, we get to that clinching game five if we can get that far. Um, man, I mean, if we can get to that game, I mean, we 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 get to that clincher. If game five is the clincher for us really just kind of look for all hands on deck. I mean, everybody's available, you know, kind of a situation because I mean, at that point it's about punching our ticket to the fall classic, you know? So, um, but you know, it, I mean, this has been a fun series to watch. It, it really has. Uh, <laughs> I saw a meme today, you know, you know, those, uh, Amer- uh, uh, American pawn memes where you got Rick going, the best I can do is right. Yeah. And, uh, so the, the, I saw the meme in it. So, um, meme was, you know, Houston managers, you know, Matt Dusty Baker comes in talking to the Houston pitchers going, Hey, you know, look, we need to do our best. We need to come in and, 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 we we really need to show up for this for you know for the rest of this series. And then there's Rick down on the bottom panel going, best I can do is grand slams, right? <laughs> so I mean in game two, we hit two grand slams. Yeah. And got around a leadoff walk. We were going to the bottom of the fourth. But uh And I saw another meme. It was uh, somebody had said the Houston Astros and Denny's just signed a cooperative deal mm-hmm. to become the largest distributors of Grand Slams for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> I was like, bro, <laughs> that is savage. But I'm like, all right, I, I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm putting, I'm picking up what you're putting down kind of a thing. But um yeah, it, oh man, I love I love playoff baseball. Uh, 
I mean, especially when I got a dog in the hunt. I mean, love seeing my Red Sox do this well. I mean, especially during a rebuilding year. I mean, it's just, dude, amazing to watch. But uh, uh, L.A. came back and they won tonight. So, I mean, they're they're making a series out of it. Um, but, yeah. Oh, so getting to the uh, Yankee news. Um couple of different yank pieces of yankees news i say yankees news so this is kind of loosely related because it involves alex rodriguez uh good old a rod or a roid or you know steroid boy you know depending on your your inclination but uh last night during the post game alex rodriguez is sitting out there on the fox set with uh david ortiz frank thomas and uh i forget the other guy's name but the fenway crowd that was out there for the post game i mean amongst the poppy you know, big poppy chants and let's go Red Sox chants. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like Yankees suck, Yankees suck, which, you know, you're going to, you expect that, right? Yeah. But they were calling Alex Rodriguez asshole, like asshole, asshole on live national, national television. Fox had to mute their audio on their, on their live feed. So you couldn't hear what Alex Rodriguez was talking about every time are, he would are you talk. Saying it's like a let's go. Uh, like it was like a let's go Brandon chant. Yeah, dude, it was <laughs> fucking beautiful. It was priceless. I mean, at first I thought I was like, look at Fox fucking up the damn feed, you know, but then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Cause you could hear it. Cause you could tell like the engineers were out in the truck trying to like drown out the background noise and they couldn't do it. Cause like the lower they got it without muting it you could hear it clearer because it was like they were muting the wrong mic. And bro, I'm just telling you absolute, absolute beauty. I'm sitting there going, yeah. I mean, and he was getting into it. He was sitting there just waving them on. He's like, come on, let's get louder. Let's get louder. And David Ortiz is like, this is my people. This is my city. Let's go Red Sox. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's turning around. He's getting the crowd whipped up. And I mean, they're talking about the crowd noise just being on a different level in Fenway. And uh, drop it, jackass. No? Okay, never mind. Um, so, I mean, it, I mean, there's still tickets available for these games, you know, but it's, it's a younger crowd. It's a more enthusiastic crowd. It's, it's more lively. And I was listening to the radio broadcast for the Red Sox tonight, and they had addressed that. And they were talking about, you know, it being a, a younger crowd and you know, a lot of the older people, some of the more longtime se- season ticket holders were just kind of like, eh, we're going to stay inside because it's still too soon from the pandemic. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. And a lot of these like older crowds that were coming to the games, were just doing it to show off their money and they were doing it for Instagram likes and they were just doing it for this, that, and the other, and they were just doing it to be seen. And it's like, you know what? Show up and cheer. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Schwarber, who plays for the Red Sox, hit a grand slam last night. He said that the crowd was so loud, it gave him a headache. And he said, quote, I love it. Hmm. You know, so, I mean. The, 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 the Fenway faithful are just showing up and they're showing out. And it's great to see. I mean, they're getting behind this team. And. This has been a team that has just been getting dogged all year on the radio, getting dogged all year in social media. 
I mean, and it's not necessarily the players per se. The what now? Yeah, I mean, they're absolutely the underdogs this year. And, you know, and and I, I like parallels. I do. The last time that a team, a Red Sox team, finished the previous season and last and then went on to win the World Series was in 2013. They finished dead last in their division in 2012 because they had that god-awful Bobby Valentine for manager, and this dude couldn't manage his way out of a wet paper bag. Yeah! Get it! Christian Arroyo's trying to stretch a triple! Yeah, boy! What's up? Ah. <laughs> he's excited. Uh, Fuck he's... yeah, get you a triple there, kid. Hell yeah. <laughs> Got a man on third with one out. Shit. Get a good deep dive fly ball and we can get that insurance run in there. <laughs> Go. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Texas um, Speedway news. Yeah. Um Getting back to the Yankee news. Okay, so the Yankees re-signed their dumpster fire of a manager, Aaron fucking Boone, to a three-year contract. And I couldn't be happier. This dude, yeah, I mean, he's putting together teams that, you know, they're making it to the playoffs kind of perennial, you know, perennial. I cannot say that word today, perennially. They're a perennial playoff team under his tutelage, right? Uh But. For whatever reason, they can't get past the damn ALCS. And then, you know, and this year, or actually this year, yeah, this year, they they couldn't get past the divisional, or they couldn't get past the wild card game. Um, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. No, I don't want to see that. Hold on. Hold on. Kyle Schwarber just took a weird swing. Think we think we please stay in the game. There you go. He's had hamstring problems. And so when we picked him up from the Washington Nationals, we had to wait for him to come off the disabled list or the injured list because we don't want to use the word disabled. Um, when he came off the, the injured list, he came off because of a hamstring problem. It's 58 degrees right now in Boston where they're playing, and he just took took this kind of awkward swing and looked like he tweaked his hamstring a little bit. He told the trainer and the manager, get the fuck away from me, and he's back in the batter's box. And here's a pitch. High, outside. Counts one and one. Okay, so. um, So. Aaron Boone. He got that expletive, you know, that expletive attached to his name. That is his new middle name. He has joined Bucky fucking Dent as the only two players in Red Sox history to have that middle name. Bucky Dent hit that, you know, that go-ahead home run in the 78 season that eliminated Boston in the one-game playoff, to, you know, to go to the ALCS, right? Um, So that's Aaron. I mean, that's Bucky fucking Dent. And you you say Bucky Dent to anybody who's a Red Sox fan, they're like, Bucky fucking Dent, get it right. Aaron Boone, he he obtained that notoriety in 2003. Game seven of the ALCS, we're playing in New York. Tim Wakefield comes in and... Big play. 
All right, so big out. All right. Anyway, so um, Tim Wakefield comes in, serves up a high, juicy fucking knuckleball, and Aaron Boone turns on it and parks it damn near in the upper deck in left field. And for a walk-off home run, that sent the Yankees to the World Series that they eventually lost to the Florida Marlins. Um, The then Florida Marlins before they became the Miami Marlins. Anyways, I digress. Um, so, yeah, that's when he became Aaron fucking Boone. Well, after that, he retired as a player and joined ESPN, and he was in their booth for a while. The guy, I'm telling you, with the exception of that one lucky-ass swing, he wasn't that great of a ball player to begin with. He was an even a worse, even worse ESPN uh, uh, you know, game caller. And uh, come on, Kiki, come on, Kiki, let's go. Ah, popped him up. Stay out of play. Stay out of, ah, nah, fuck. Wasted a, ah, wasted a triple. All right. You know how most people hate the word moist? And I think I've addressed this before. I hate the word squander. I really, I, I hate that word. I hate the word squander. The Red Sox just squandered a triple. Anyways, moving on. Um, so, yeah, they, 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 the Yankees, uh, I mean, they, they came out and they fired a bunch of coaches after the season ended in, very, in a very unceremonious manner for New York. But Aaron Boone's contract was up, you know, was, was up for renewal. And there was a lot of people calling for his head on a pike. And uh, nobody said anything out of the front office for New York. Um, There are a lot of Yankees fans, including that guy that we talked about, that Joe McFly's. Yeah. Um, he was like, this fucking guy, you know? <laughs> He's like, holy, I mean, he called him a fuckboy today. I mean, there's a lot of people amongst Yankee, the Yankee fan base that are just absolutely livid. They're like, why would the fuck would you re-sign this guy? Because, I mean, this dude's shit. A joke. He's a, he's a, he's a burning bag of dog shit. He doesn't even he doesn't even rank up to the level of a dumpster fire. I mean, he he's a burning bag of dog shit to these people, right? They're like they want him gone. Like why why the hell would you resign him? And then he's gonna get to, then he's gonna tell the front office, hey, I want A, B, and C for my for my coaching staff, and they're gonna go out and hire these people for him. So a lot of the people that he just that just got fired may end up getting their jobs back. I'm like, you know what? As a Red Sox fan, I'm okay with that. I really am. I'm really okay with that. Um, I mean, will Aaron Boone eventually get something right? Maybe. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see. But um, anyway, yeah, so um, Texas Motor Speedway news. Yeah, um, going moving on to uh, NASCAR here. Um the uh, Auto Trader or the Echo Park 500 was uh, was this past weekend at Texas Motor Speedway, and it was a playoff race, and uh, it's you know the first race of the round of eight. Yeah, Kyle Larson drives number five Hendrick Hendrick Auto uh, Hendrick Auto Parts uh, Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsports, and uh, man. He went out and dominated, boy. He led, he led like 200-something laps. 
I mean, it, he punched his ticket to advance to the next round, which is the championship race in Phoenix. So he's already punched his ticket to race for the championship. He can go out and he can kind of experiment and his team can really focus on getting his car ready for Phoenix. Um, Chase Elliott, he, uh, he, he drove his ass off. Um, let me see here. I really wish my Alexa would just be quiet. Um, let me see here. <laughs> um, yeah, results. Here we go. All right. So, yeah, the Auto Trader Echo Park Automotive 500. That's a lot of damn. William Byron, who also races for Hendrick Motorsports, he missed the cutoff to advance into the next round, this round for the playoffs um, last week. So right now he's not racing for anything except to go out and try to win races just to rack up wins for his career. He finished second. Uh, Christopher Bell races for Joe Gibbs. Uh, He finished third. Brad Keselowski, who is a playoff driver, he finished fourth. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick has not made any friends. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, NASCAR uh, had to come to Jesus meeting with him. (laughs) Uh, chase elliott i said you two do anything and we're you know penalties are going to be bad right from what uh what my co uh co-worker said it was like 15 wrecks on that uh on the texas speedway this weekend yeah yeah i mean it was it was a wreck fest but um but kyle bush who doesn't like Kevin Harvick has said there's a lot of people that are going to hunt for Kevin Harvick. And, you know, Kevin Harvick demonstrated that a 42 year old driver is still capable of having a 20 something year old champion live rent free in his head. That's exactly what's going on. I mean, this dude is still worried about Chase Elliott. That is, it's just so ridiculous. And it's funny because the reason why Kevin Harvick wrecked out last week at the Roval in Charlotte, he, like I said, you know, we talked about it last week. He was driving in his mirror because his spotter told him, hey, the number nine's coming. You know, he's one position back. And they drive into turn one. He overdrives it, doesn't break the prop, you know, break right. He misses his entry and he puts that shit in the wall and he's out of the race. So, you know, I'm just like that. I've liked Kevin Harvick in the past, but when he starts showing up and he starts being early career, Kevin Harvick, old hothead. Nah, dude thinks he's the reincarnation of Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt was the intimidator and he earned that name. Kevin Harvick is not the intimidator. Period. Point blank. He thinks that he's old school. And to a degree, he is because he started his career again to replace Dale Earnhardt, but he is not Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, he's trying to be a goat and he's nowhere near a goat. No, nowhere near a goat. You know, and I, as a matter of fact, I mean, 
NASCAR is kind of funny. You've got three seven-time champions. You've got Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt Sr., and uh, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson is the modern era seven-time champion, right? And everybody's talking about how, well, you know, he wouldn't have won all those championships in the old point systems. Well, to be honest and fair with you, Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt may not have won all their championships with the current point system. So that argument goes both way. I mean, you you, you can't you're, – you're, you're talking apples and oranges. They're not comparable. I mean – just that plateau of hitting seven championships on that level. And he's gone to a safest place again. Okay. Um, <coughs> anyway, Whenever you don't hear so, anything, Johnny's going to a safe space of watching the game again. Because Yeah, I mean, I, something happens. I hear the crack of a bat. I need to see where that play is going. But Because uh, Houston's up to bat right now, and I mean – I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx Mr. You know, young, young, young Nick Pavetta here. Ooh, they're booing. So that must be Jose Altuve up the bat. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly who was up to bat. They booing that dude. Ooh. Oh, oh, he's swinging for the downs. He come out. And he got an off-speed pitch, 70 mile an hour, 79 miles an hour, probably about 10 to 15 miles an hour slower than he was expecting. <laughs> Swung out of his shoes. Yeah. Now, just don't pitch him back there because he turns on that stuff on the inside. Pitch him out. There you go. All right. Okay. Anyways. <clears throat> Hold on. Hold on. I'll be right back here. Hold on. I'm not going anywhere on video here. He caught that corner. All right, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. This is going to be one of our funnier episodes. If you actually watch this on YouTube, hold on, I'll be quiet. Johnny, say something. Something. Oh, see, see, you can't do that shit. Okay, yeah, Nick Pavetta just screwed up his landing a little bit, caught his cleat on the mound, and it fucked him up. So he had to, like, step off and recompose himself. So now we're getting this buildup back again, going on an 0-2 count, two outs, top of the fifth. All right, so that's ball one. All right, so um, Kevin Harvick's got a target on his back. Kyle Bush said so. You know, I mean, it's like all he's worried about is Chase Elliott. And it's funny. I mean, like I said, Chase Elliott's living rent free in Kevin Harvick's head, and it's fucking hilarious. All right, come on. Payoff pitch. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, that was high. 96 mile an hour. Right, right past his nose. <laughs> you know, when you can hear a ball coming and you feel it as it goes by, and it's just got some mustard on it, you know. But uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. It, but anyways, so we got two races left in this uh, in this round. Um, let's see here. Go back schedule. So next week, 
Mm. All right. Uh, next week is going to be uh, the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. Um, it's 400 and a half miles, so it's going to be 267 laps. Um, and slow motion, he's out all day by a foot and a half. Sit your ass down, grab your glove, and get back to the field, boy. Um, so, yeah, um, we're looking at... The next two races are going to be Kansas Speedway and Martinsville. Um, Martinsville is a 500-lap affair. It's 263 miles. The Xfinity 500, that is going to be the last race before the for the championship race in phoenix um it's 312 laps 312 miles um obviously because it's a mile track but yeah um kansas is going to be a fun race because kansas is kind of a quirky little track it's a little it's it's a transitional track it's got some decent baking but it's flat so you have to drive it a certain kind of certain kind of way. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun race to watch. Um, if we get two winners, it doesn't matter where you finish in the points. Top four. I mean, the only person that's going to get in top four is going to be the one person that doesn't win but has the points to get in. So, if Carl Larson goes out and wins these next two races, I'm not saying that he will, but I'm just saying if he were to do that. He's going to have such a huge points cushion going into the final race. I see you over there chuckling and smiling. What are you doing? Uh, we'll be turning clocks back soon, getting an hour in 2021. It's like getting a bonus track on the Yoko Ono album. <laughs> That's going on the page. You know, it's sad. I started looking at some of this. The this is our podcast, YouTube, and Instagram stuff. So- I've been look. I've been looking at some of the people that actually like uh, like our stuff because I, I I'm the one that pays attention to that hardcore because <clears throat> I'm the guy managing. But anyways, I looked at this one one lady. She uh, liked our stuff. I was like, hey, hey, hey. It surprised me that we're still getting out there to other people that I don't even know. Yeah. And I basically was like, who the fuck are you? How the fuck did you find this shit? And and we're not like super big by far, but it's just, it's kind of weird that you get somebody who's like, hey, I love your stuff, blah, 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 blah. It's like, that's nice. Now, who the fuck are you? <laughs> but anyways, uh, what's your weekly picks for uh, NFL? Let me pull up that page. And uh, don't forget, uh, you have to put up uh, yeah. your top I'll do, I'll picks do that for this weekend or Thursday. 
Yeah, the pick of the week with the spread. Well, not really a pick of a week. What I want is like top five. Okay. Um. All right. So schedule. All right. So we're gonna move into week seven. Why are you doing that? I found okay. this video. So Thursday night. We've got the Browns and the Broncos. So Broncos. I'm going to take the Browns by really ten. I'm taking the Browns by ten. Really? Yeah. Broncos are are. They're three and three. They've got the same record, but that doesn't tell the tale. All right. Denver. Oh, hits it a ton. It's going off the wall. Extra bases coming on around. Stand up double. Ah. Okay. Um. <laughs> NFL. Not really. Um, dude, <laughs> if we shoot during the World Series. I don't know that that's going to work, bro. Because <laughs> I'm going to have everybody here. Um, anyways, so, yeah, I'm taking the Browns by 10. Because, actually, you know what? Let me revise that. I'll take Next the Browns week. by seven. I'll take the Browns by a touchdown. So they'll 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 have seven on the on the Broncos. Um, Panthers versus the Giants. They're playing in New York. I'm going to take Carolina on that one. Uh, Carolina by thirteen. Okay. The Jets at the Patriots. <laughs> Mac Jones is becoming a good quarterback. I'm taking the Patriots on that one. Patriots by 12. That'd be interesting. Uh the Well, the Jets are one and four. Well, yeah, granted the Patriots well, the, are two and four. But isn't isn't the Jets uh they're having like a really bad year this year. Oh, they have bad years every year. Well, yeah, it's the Jets. But I think it was something. Uh, I think one of their players got hurt or something like that. Or I might be thinking. Oh, about dude, that. there's so many injuries. Um, so Chiefs at the Titans. Titans have a four and two record. Chiefs three and three. Uh Man, that's a tough one to call. Um, just simply due to the fact that Derrick Henry, the running back for the for the Titans, just pulled off a play last week where he was yeah, clocked the, running 21.02 miles an hour, the fastest play of the year so far. Yeah, they got seven players out on injury in week five. Who, the Titans? No, the Jets. Oh yeah, um, and the Falcons are the only other team that has this. You know, I'm gonna, games. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna phone this one in. I'm gonna take the Titans by three over the Chiefs. Okay. Get up. I haven't been paying ah, attention to the Titans, so 
I've been trying to pay attention to some of the stuff and everything. Yeah. But this week I've been like. Oh, this one's kind of a no-brainer. Washington at Green Bay. I'll take Green Bay by 11. Yeah. Green Bay. uh, The Green Bay Stadium. Aaron Rodgers is figuring it out. You're playing at the Tundra. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever people play uh, up at At Lambeau uh, Field, yeah. They they shit the fucking <laughs> for whatever reason they shit the bed yeah well it's um, because of the and it's not even itself. like it's not even the fact that it's cool up there i mean yeah it's cooler up there but it's not snowing i mean it's that's not packer weather you know yeah. but um but yeah you also have at the one in five dolphins well with packers at their stadium you have the people that go to the packers game and they're dedicated so they get that energy to the packers yeah, it's it's a strange occurrence. I've watched a couple of it Packers is. games uh, uh, when they're at home, and it's like night and day. I mean, they could be shitty all year, but yeah. as soon as they start doing home games and everything, they start winning a couple. See, the Dolphins are coming off of that London game where they flew ten hours to lose to a team who hadn't won a game in a couple of years, so they might have a bit of a chip on their shoulder. And they're playing at home. Might be a shit ton of jet lag, too. So <sighs> never know. Yeah, but they're not playing until Sunday. And it's a 12 o'clock game. It's a noon game, right? Yeah, they might have some time. It, it takes about three days to get over uh, that jet lag. Man. Uh... But you really don't hear that much stuff. I'm going to take the Falcons by well, they also the have five injuries on their stuff. Yeah, I'll take the Falcons by six. I'll give them a couple of field goals. I wouldn't even go six. I would probably go about three points. They might mm-hmm. make it by No, I'm going to give them six. I'm going to give them six just because. Okay. Um, moving on. So, Cincinnati at Baltimore. As much as I would love to see Cincinnati pull that one out, I'll take the I'll take the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens by ten. And if that one upsets, if that one's an upset, I'll take that one on the nose, all day, all day. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a weird matchup on that one because. Uh... <laughs> okay, so you you want my pick of the week? Here it comes. The 0-6 Detroit Lions are playing at the 5-1 L.A. Rams. Ooh, that'd be interesting. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say L.A. by 14. No, 21. I'm going to give L.A. 21 points. Hmm. That that reminds me. I watched this. It, this is from, like, 2015. It was just because it was Los Angeles Chargers is the uh, Los Angeles Chargers kicker in 2015 kind of bullied one of the I think it was uh Atlanta. Mhm. And they he was bullying the the guy, but every time he would come in to try to uh beat him up, he would like fall down. It, it was kind of uh, let me see if I can find it again. I'll send it to you. It's freaking hilarious. Go ahead. So we got to All right, so here's the situation. I'll get back to the picks. Bottom of the fifth, three outs. I mean, two outs. 
Counts three and two, so it's a full count. We got a runner on second. J.D. Martinez is up to bat right now. Come on, come on. J.D. Martinez has just, dude, he is locked in, man. I'm just saying, it, it it's it's ridiculous. Come on. Swing and a miss. Got him. All right, so. Um, the two and four Eagles at the four and two Raiders. You know what? I'm going to take Las Vegas on that one. I'm going to give Las Vegas six. Just because the Eagles defense is just, I mean, it's got holes in it this year. They really do. Their offense, their offense has capabilities, but they just traded away one of their best tight ends. To uh, shit, where did he go? I forget where they sent him, but they just tra- traded their tight end, Jalen Hurts, their quarterback. I mean, there's rumors they're gonna they're gonna bench him because he's just not producing. Period. I mean, that, those are big facts right there. You know, um, the one and five Texans at the six and zero Cardinals. That's another no brainer. Uh, I'm going to take Arizona by 17. Okay. And I can't find it. Uh, the three and three bears playing at the five and one Buccaneers. Tom Brady all day. I mean, kind of screwed the boots this weekend. Tom Brady by four, uh, by 14. Do what now? Kind of screwed the boots this weekend. Who, Tom Brady? No. He's not playing for the fucking Patriots. I'm sorry. I don't know why I just thought about I would, I would keep on thinking he's in the booth. The two and four Colts at the two and three 49ers. Oh, that might be an exercise of futility. I'll take San Francisco by three. The three and two Saints at the two and four Seahawks. Seahawks are not doing good at all. This is the Monday night game. Uh, I'll take the Saints by three. Saints by three all day. So... I guess that's all of our news for this week. Uh, make sure you jot all that stuff down and uh, put it on the Facebook page. Oh, you wanted me to write it down? Damn, hold on a minute. <laughs> hold on. You know Dude, what? you're supposed to put it on the Facebook page. I know, God, but I was prepared for one. All right, so here we go. I told you like, like last uh, week. I, I, feel like, I feel like Steve from uh, Blue's Clues. Look, it's my handy dandy notebook. You that was my best impersonation of uh, David Letterman. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, all right. So here we go. So, all right. But is Nerd there sports, any other NFL? 
week seven. All right, so let's go back through this again. All right, so it's week five. we're taking the Browns over Denver. It's not week and seven. I said it's week five. Carolina. Over New York Giants. Um, we're going to say. It is week seven. It is week seven. Is... The New York Jets. Over New England, or I mean, New England over the New York Jets. What the fuck I was thinking there. Um, I'm going to take Tennessee over Kansas City. And, and and let me let me quantify that pick, okay? Because the Titans picked up Julio Jones. He came back off the off the uh, the injured injured list. Um, he made a hell of a catch. So look for him to start racking up his numbers. Uh, Derrick Henry, their running back. They're they're running back. Dude, this this guy's picking up steam. He's starting to run downhill. And he is an absolute train. I mean, people are making career decisions whether or not they want to step in front of him. You know, you remember that saying when we were in the art we in the military? Like, you're about to make a career decision here. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like there's dudes making career decisions out there, whether or not they want to tackle Derrick Henry. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, you can't keep him down for long. He's going to get his yards, but his, his they're just they're not they're not gelling right now. They're just not gelling. Um. So, and then I said. Washington is going to lose to Green Bay. I'm not going to put the spread on these. Uh, if people want the spreads, they got to tune in. Yeah, I agree um, with that one. I'm going to take ATL. I'm going to take the ATL over Miami. And this is this is my begrudging pick, but. Baltimore over Cincinnati. Man, come on. That was some stellar defense, bro. Josh Taylor is getting taken out of this game. He he relieved Nick Pavetta. And he was he, he was dealing with his three outs. He does not want to come out of this game. He is not happy with being pulled out of this game. He had three three pop outs, and the and the one that just landed blue. I mean, blooped in for a, for a base hit, dude. It, it it wasn't for a lack of effort. Christian Arroyo, I mean, stretched out for that one, and it just ticked off his glove. Otherwise, we'd be heading back to the dugout and getting ready for the bottom of this inning. But uh, you know what? And and, and Alex Cora, we trust, right? So, yeah. um, <laughs> Detroit is going to lose to the L.A. Rams. Um, Philadelphia is going to lose to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Um, 
Houston. They are going to keep in tradition with the theme of the city right now, and they are going to lose to Arizona. I really need to stop talking shit about the city of Houston. One, I'm going to move there soon. Well, south of Houston, more like Lake Jackson. You're representing in the LJ. Anyways. I need to quit talking shit because that karma is going to come back and bite my bite, yeah, bite this team, yes. bite bite my socks in the ass. Yeah. Um, Chicago, Chicago is going to lose to uh, Tampa Bay in the goat because they're playing in Tampa Bay. They're going to lose. Um, I said I was going to take the 49ers over Indianapolis. In the Monday night game, we are going to take Nolans over Seattle. All right, so now I've got my picks. Um, I'll put those up on the page as soon as we get off the air. <sighs> oh, so I uh, – <laughs> this may not technically be nerd-related, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. Um Man, I, I I I endured three Halloween movies this weekend. Yeah, that was another thing uh, we're going to talk about on what the hell. If you're watching this episode, is I want to because I saw this. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it was a meme or something like that. Is like uh, things that you learn from uh, horror movies that I try to do in life. One person was like. Don't go to a graveyard at midnight. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I chime in like last at the bottom and everything, and just stop at everything. <clears throat> and like I tell, I comment on it. And I was like, always carry extra ammo because you have to always double tap. Yeah, right. That's yeah. that's just it's a rule, Zombie Land, right? All right, yeah. so. Uh, my my boys were we wanting to, to watch. That. The we home. need to do we need to do a a, a horror uh horror one that we learned. We got to do in the studio. Okay. Um. Yeah. Definitely, we will do that. Um. I was listening to you. Uh. Top of the six, two outs. Got O two count on uh. Carlos Correa, and he just had a ninety five mile an hour fastball blown right by him. Come on. Come on, come on. Ground ball, pop flyer, strikeout. Either way, sit down, son. Ah, you overthrew it. 96 mile an hour fastball to the outside. You can't do that. I still have, don't have the cycle and cycle. Huh, so I should have All right, so um, let me see if I can start this here. Uh, my boys, they wanted to see Halloween, right? Michael Myers. Uh-huh. So, um, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Ah, there we go. Sit your ass down. Frozen pizza. Good morning, good afternoon, and good fucking night. Anyways, you'll go to your room and get nothing and like it. Um, <laughs> people will be like ah god what happened here all right so i i, uh, I went on voodoo and i bought the original uh, original 1978 uh movie 
mm-hmm. then about the 2018 movie, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was, I mean, I know that there's like a plethora of Halloween movies. There's Halloween one, two, three, and then there's uh, H2O, and then there's the uh, the the 2018 uh, edition, and then yeah. now there's Halloween Kills, right? Yeah. Well, we this watched one... the 1978 version because the 78 uh, movie, the 2018 movie, and Halloween Kills are. Uh, do I sent that to you today? Check your Facebook Messenger. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Check your Facebook Messenger. Dude, I didn't get it. I'm being being serious. I didn't get it. Bro, I promise you I sent that to you. It was on the text on my homepage. Last thing I got was Hello Operator on TikTok, and I sent that to you. That's bullshit. I sent that to you earlier today. I already read it. I read it today and I sent it to you because we were during a, a, in a, in a down period. So I sent that to you earlier today. Anyways. um, You sent it. You had to send it to the wrong person. I'm even looking at it. I'm only friends with one fucking David Dickerman. Hold on. I'll show you. You sent an attachment and me being me. I sent it to you at 619. Look. I didn't get it. See, right there. That's your name. Yeah, your name is. right there, bud. I, I see it. Give your balls well, a tug. I did not tug. get the attachment. For some reason, <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get the attachment. Hold on. Right. Let, me, let me check something out. I'm curious now. Because what might have happened is I was on Facebook. Yeah. And... Sometimes the messenger doesn't get onto there. Gotcha. So, All right. So, it's really the weird. It's like you can mess- message me on uh, Messenger. Yeah. But you can't. I won't. I won't see it. Yeah. No. Okay. So the 1978 Halloween, the 2018, they flow together. Everything else, I guess, you can almost consider it like a non-canon. Yeah. Right. So start off right and uh watch the Halloween three. No, man, why? Because I mean, dude, that dude, that one was horrible. I remember that one was horrible. It had absolutely nothing to do with Haddonfield at all, period. Yeah. I mean, that was like that was like sending Jason Voorhees to fucking space. Like, seriously, come on, bro. Then it's a lot of horror the that horror genre in space. I, you know, I mean, if, if, if the, if the, if the, if the, if the, the, the antagonist, whether it be Voorhees, whether it be Kruger, whether it be Myers, if they're in space, those spacecraft have skin, the thickness of aluminum. You got to do is just punch a hole in the damn hole and kill yeah. everybody at once. I mean, they did it on, uh, aliens and, uh, uh, Avengers and uh, was it Endgame? No, it was uh, Infinity Wars. Yeah, Infinity War. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was it was Infinity War. Yeah, they sent them all through the through the hole. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so if you watch the seventy eight and the two thousand eighteen, those two go together. I mean, seventy eight's the beginning, two thousand eighteen's a legitimate sequel, and it kind of fills in the backstory between you know, the, the, the 40 year span. Right. Uh-huh. 
And then where the 2018 movie ends, Halloween Kills picks right up. And so, yeah, I, I, took my, I took my boys out on Saturday. No, was it Saturday? Sunday. And we were just looking for stuff to do. And the, 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 the DJ on uh, the Sirius Satellite Radio channel that I was listening to at the time had mentioned something about Halloween Kills. And I was like, I forgot that was out this weekend. So I was like, hey, you guys want to go see Halloween Kills? I was like, yeah. So I, I ordered the tickets on my phone. We took off. We had like an hour to kill. So we went and we got something to drink real quick. And, and then we, we zipped on over to the, to the theater. And uh, do not put Nathan Evaldi in this game. Save his ass for game four. I mean, game five. Good God. Anyways, digressing. Moving on. Uh, um, so, um, <clears throat> Halloween Kills, man. I'm telling you, I, I don't really do the whole horror genre to begin with. I mean, it just does does it does nothing for me, right? At least it used to not. You know, I mean, it, I think I'm 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 becoming that kind of a person that gets really selective about the horror movies that he goes out and sees. If I'm going to pay money to go watch this crap, you know, it's either going to be way over the top or you know nothing. Well, I watched a I watched a documentary one time on horror movies, and that's the reason why I had to stop because I could literally guess what was going to happen. And I could, it, it, it didn't surprise me. Any of the horror movies didn't surprise me anymore. Yeah. But, you know, Halloween Kills, man, it, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. And I'm not going to spoil it, but I mean, at the end, we were just kind of like, bro. <laughs> you know? So that's all I'm going to say. Um, you know, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, but yeah, um, I know, I think, I don't know. I mean, it what, what really got me off the horror genres is, I mean, I remember I was in, I forget where I was. It was a while back. It was when the ring was in the theater, right? Like 2002. Yeah. I took a girl on a date to go see that movie because she wanted to go see it. I didn't think I was going to die in seven days for having seen the ring. I thought that my brain was just going to cease to function because I was dumb enough to buy tickets to that fucking train wreck. Oh God, how can you say that with the girl crawling out of the TV? You know what? Why don't you go put your big girl and big boy panties on? I think, I think have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. (laughs) <laughs> I just like I, I just I don't I I just I mean everybody's freaking out they're crawling out of their seats when that girl comes out of the TV and I'm like <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off you know I mean it's just I'm like it, it, really I mean I enjoyed the first grudge the one with Sarah Michelle Geller in it yeah to me that was a good movie you know I'm like man that was kind of cool you know, I just thought about something. 
is with the ring. I don't know why they didn't do this. Is that she was crawling out of the TV? It's like, oh shit, and just throw something at the TV and it breaks, and she's just cut in half. Right? I mean, like throw the fucking remote or something. Seriously. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, but uh, anyways. <laughs> I guess that's the end of this episode. Twenty-seven. You know what? I just real okay. Quick pro quo. Uh, We've been doing this for over six months, bro. Longer than that, man. I mean, we have managed to fit an entire but, regular baseball season. Yeah, but you also got to realize is we actually started doing the hosting and everything like that in uh, last February. This past February? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because remember, we did that one episode, and we were drinking Guinness because it was St. Patty's Day. And we were like yeah. three to four episodes in. Yeah, that's right, because we were drinking whiskey. And no, we drinking Guinness. Whiskey. No, we were drinking Guinness. Guinness. Yeah, it was Guinness. I was drinking Guinness, and I forget what you were drinking. I think you were drinking a Guinness, too. I was drinking too. Guinness, too. Because we just yeah. bought that. We just bought like a little bought that bag. four pack of of uh, pints. Yeah. Yeah, it was a four pack. Yeah. But anyways, that's the end of this episode. I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. And thank you for watching. Go Red Sox. Go Red Sox. <laughs>